welcome to Dragon at the Movies. Hi, Berto. Hey, Dragon. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. Hey, Dragon. <laughs> How are you? I'm still trying new intros, so. I know no. you're really you're really figuring it out. I, I don't I don't feel like I see that's the problem is like I feel like you got it from day one. You nailed it. Mm-hmm. Whereas I have been struggling. You, do you know why I do the intro the way I do? Because. Because no. of the way because of the way that the music fades. I want to make sure I'm not actually cutting us off because, like, as one fades in, the other comes in. So I do a long, hey, everybody. So it oh, fades together damn. correctly. This is, Dragon, this is why you make the big bucks. Yeah, this is, yes. It's All because right. the, the one website I used to join the uh, audio files together, it only gave me two options <laughs> to do it. <laughs> uh, so this is how I do it. Genius, Dragon. Yeah, thank you, thank you. All right, Dragon, yes. why don't you tell me about your week? Okay. Um, so, uh, on Friday night, Andrew and I went and did a bouldering class at a, at a new bouldering gym near our apartment. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, it was very fun. That mm-hmm. was our, that was our date night on Friday night. So I, um, I, I, Andrew had been talking about it for a while cause it's something that he was like really interested in trying out and thinks he like might actually be interested in joining the gym and doing it. So I was like, well, let's go. We'll take a bouldering class. They'll explain like the basics to us. Right. Um, yeah, so explain how the saw- walls work, all that other kind of stuff. Is it because he saw Captain Fantastic and was like, ah, that's how I need to <laughs> Clearly, climb. yes, 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 exactly, exactly. Yep. Uh, no, but it's just like a, you know, a fun thing that you can do. And it's right down the street. Um, and the facility is huge. It's brand spanking new. It's giant. It's really nice. Um, and they have, it's not just like all these bouldering walls. It's like, you know, they have a fitness area where they have like, you can, they have a squat rack and they have like battle ropes and all that kind of like a shit ton of kettlebells and dumbbells and stuff like that. So you can yeah. like have your regular gym just be that as well. It's open 24-7 for members, which yeah. is really nice. Um, and it also has a rooftop, like rooftop bouldering area. And it's amazing. It's beautiful. <laughs> it really is so, so nice. So, uh, so we went and we did the bouldering class and it was very fun. I um, am afraid of heights. <coughs> right so it's perfect for you yeah so it was at first the guy was like hey you want to jump up and like give this little like whatever what are they called track or whatever i I forget root give this root a try and i was like Mm -hmm. okay and i got halfway up and i was like oh my god i'm so high up i'm so scared (laughs) but once i did it a few times i did okay yeah don't they have you buy like a a rope no no it's bouldering so there's no ropes but you don't go up that high and oh, there's okay. there's like so, crash pads under you. So if you even if I fell and like fucked up and like really really fell, I probably wouldn't get seriously <laughs> injured. I would like it would like maybe the wind would get knocked out of me or something. Or if I like this, posted, it'd be a problem. But like, is this similar to when we did the sprint race and you climbed up the rope about mm-hmm. like let's say three to four feet and then you were like, I don't know how to get down. Yeah, yeah. And then you just panicked and I 100%. had to help you get down. Yes, because there's a there's a point when I like get up to a certain height where I like freeze up and my brain stops working and it just yeah. goes, oh, you're gonna die. So I don't know. <laughs> good, also, good luck, bro. <laughs> also, in your defense, the Spartan race does not have crash pads. They no. have a either body of water that yep. you're probably gonna land on someone else. Yep. Or you have, uh, if you're lucky, they have hay. Yeah, Which, but again, it, it's, it's mostly really just dirt push. and rocks under you. <laughs> have, have you thought about asking them to put a car underneath you so that will break your fall? <laughs> yeah, if there's one thing I learned that that'll be great. Um, no, it, honestly, it's very it's it's very safe. I was like, what? Once I got used to it, you know, and once I remembered that like my hands and feet work fine and I'm yeah. strong enough to like hold myself up with my arms, so it's fine. Uh, I was like, oh right, I can do this. It's okay. 
Um, and I did find it. I like climbed up to the top of things and was able to climb back down. No problem. Like that kind of stuff. I mean, the more advanced stuff where you have to like throw your feet up like parallel to your head in order to get up to the next thing I didn't do because I don't know what I'm doing. Um, right. So I mostly I stuck to the easy things, but it, it was good. It was really fun. I think that if it were slightly cheaper, I could see myself like just getting another membership there. Um, yeah. But I already have expensive gym membership <laughs> to a specialty gym, so mm-hmm. I like don't need to add another expensive gym membership to another different specialty gym. Plus, you work out enough at one specialty gym, I think you'd just be forever tired. Yeah, yeah. Well, or I mean, you would get crazy jacked. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, what 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 I really was like, what I actually need to do is if I want to add a different thing, because I think cross training is important, right? If I do mm-hmm. too much jujitsu, my body starts to like get all out of whack because I'm doing the same motions over and over and over again, right? You need to cross train to give your body like something else to right. do. Um, so I was like, I should probably just lift weights. <laughs> like, that would be the best, <laughs> probably the best thing I could possibly do for myself in both jujitsu and life is to just like pick up something heavy and put it back down a whole bunch of times. Yeah. Well, and that, rock I climbing mean, is like not the thing that's going to help me do that. <laughs> what I do, which everyone makes fun of me for is I run. Yeah. Yeah. And but then, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, but then also, like, the class ends and everyone's tired, and I'm like, why are you tired? Yeah. And then everyone's like, oh, why do you run, stupid? Am yeah, running is not running is not going to be in my uh, repertoire anymore in terms of exercise because my knees are shot. Um, Just run on bad knees. But I, yeah, right? I was thinking about that, too. Well, we, after we were rock climbing, I was like, Andrew, I think that the um, injury rate for rock climbing is probably much, much lower than for jujitsu. He was like, yeah. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> Yeah, it's not as much fun. <laughs> no. Like, when when I was climbing, the thing that hurt, like, I was climbing with a bum knee, for sure, because my, mm-hmm. my knees are not doing super well right now. And uh, I, the thing that hurt the most was my shoulder, because I also hurt that in jiu-jitsu, like, a couple days before. <laughs> right. Smart. <laughs> but it wasn't, like, the point where I was like, oh, wow, this is really, it was just, I was just like, oh, yeah, I feel my shoulders a little aggravated from using it over and over again in this thing. Uh, but anyway, that's that was like the big thing I did, and then we've been watching a lot of track and field Olympics as well. Um, oh, well, for you know, I'm sorry for for what I've been doing all week is I've been watching a lot of the Olympics. Uh-huh. Now, um, the Olympics is happening right now. I mean, like literally this moment as yeah. we're talking, I'm actually have the TV on and I'm watching the uh, women's five thousand meter race. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just so, glad you're not distracted at all while we're recording. <laughs> I'm I'm perfectly not distracted. Okay, sure. Um, so, but now, I, I, as you know, Dragon, I love the Olympics. Uh-huh. So much fun for me. <laughs> and my favorite events are always the track and field. Mm-hmm. I, I personally, as a personal thing, I don't like any, like, any, any event that's, like, judged. Mm-hmm. Because once you put judging in, then there becomes subjectivity. Like, gymnastics, I'm like, I don't know what, uh, personally, I don't yeah. know what, what's the difference between, like, a nine yeah. and a 9.5. Yeah, same. I, I mean, I under, I, every time I watch gymnastics, I do the thing where I, like, <gasps> The whole time. Like, I'm just, like, constantly gasping at what they're doing or, like, screaming out loud because I'm like, that a human body shouldn't do that. I don't understand yeah. how they do it and they land and they're fine. Like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, but but I like track and field because it's pretty simple. It's like, here's a stick. Yeah. D- you know, jump over the stick. Yeah. Here, here's, a, here's a distance. Whoever gets to the end first wins. Yeah. I, and, I, and I also appreciate that. It's very it's very cut and dry. Like, there is yeah. a clear winner, and it, it, it's fine. It, even, like, when I, we were watching boxing yesterday, and I was like, well, it is pretty subjective. Like, a split decision can totally happen, and it, like, it, you know, yeah. every, it, everybody's judging it slightly differently. Yeah. I, I also love track and field because, like, how many people have said that they box? Or how many people have, yeah. like, have... Um, 
like dun- dumb gymnastics or, yeah, or any yeah, of that yeah. shit. Sure. Or fucking lacrosse. I don't know what other sports there are. Rugby's but... been fun. Rugby's been fun to watch. No, that's just because you like watching the thick boys. And girls. I would say and... the, the women's rugby 7x7 seven seven is, is very fun. And it's mm. so fast. The games are they, so they fast. Run. Yeah, there is a fast game. It's like but, um, it's like twenty minutes tops. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like the thing I like about track and field is everyone has been in the, the classroom where they're like, "All right, let's go from one fence." Yeah. And then we all run to the other fence. Yeah. And basically, imagine just doing that, except now you're down to the the entire world has done that, and now we're down to like the last eight people. Yeah. Who are the fastest? <laughs> who can do who can do that thing in like thirty seconds versus the ten minutes it takes you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right, Dragon. Enough of it. But we can finish talking about the Olympics um, okay. later. Oh, I watched oh, some. Also, I watched some wrestling too. That was. Oh fun. yeah, I've been watching a lot of wrestling. The, yeah. I've been watching. I was watching the Greco last night and yeah. this morning. So that was very exciting. Yeah. Mostly because I'm starting to understand like what they're actually doing. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? We it's... basically have a, a Greco coach who trains at the gym who ba- who uses me to like throw throw. Basically, I think he uses me just to work out, and by workout, <laughs> I mean just throw me around the room of yep. the, the gym. Yep. So I'm starting to pick up what he's doing, and then I'm like, oh, look at them doing that but not successful. It's almost (laughs) as if they know how to do this. Right? It's wild. Um, Very exciting. All right, Bruno. All right, Dragon. Let's get into this one. We're going to have to start with a little segment we call Dragon on the Couch. Dragon? Yes. What have you watched on the couch? Okay. So I'm going to go from the theater to the couch today. So uh, Andrew and I went and saw... um, Roadrunner, a film about Anthony Bourdain, the new documentary about Anthony Bourdain that's in theaters right now. And I think you can rent it on, like, Spectrum for 20 bucks or something, but it's in theaters for mostly. Uh, and I really liked it. I thought it was, like, you know, Anthony Bourdain I've always liked. Uh, big in the jiu-jitsu community. <laughs> I mean, they, they just love anyone who does jiu-jitsu, yeah. and he, he got obsessed with it for, like, a year and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, then that was about He got, like, a, a blue belt or something. Um, yeah, he did. So, uh, but also he got like jacked and ripped. He got ripped. I he, I wouldn't say jacked. He got he he is old man skinny ripped in oh, in, okay. in the documentary, um, which is you know still ripped. <laughs> he okay. looked really good. Um, but uh, yeah, so we saw that, and you know Anthony Bourdain is one of those guys that like always seems so um, authentic in the way yes. that he presented himself and lived his life. And I think that's why people really liked him. And I think this documentary just kind of highlights that. But it also talks about, like, you know, what kind of guy he was, how he got famous, his how his career kind of went. And it, it was really interesting. Um, and a lot of it I didn't really know. And um, the part that I think was the most interesting was the part about, like, the last year of his life. And mm-hmm. you kind of see his downward spiral. And and you see, like, he kind of he kind of became a, like, piece of shit. Like, not in the way that he was, like, a lovable piece of shit before, where he was just, like, very authentic and didn't take any shit, but, like, he was, like, being mean to his friends kind of thing and, like, expected certain things from certain people that, like, he shouldn't have and um, got into a relationship, basically, where he, like, threw his entire being into, like, and his his entire, like, um, sense of self and self-worth into this relationship. And when it didn't go well, like, that was it for him like he couldn't deal with it and that's yeah. kind of uh that's kind of how he ended up you know hanging himself yeah um, it's as if his mental illness started 
and he just had a downward spiral. And, well, like, he he already he always had that mental illness, right? He talks about he, that, like he, yeah. But I mean, it, it got it got real bad. Yeah, it just got bad. it just got worse. It just and, like, and what people what people took as wow, man, you're really being a dick is actually his men, mental illness manifesting yeah. itself. Yeah, which I feel like if you know anybody who has like severe depression like those warning signs were totally there <laughs> and like why, I, why, why are you why are you what are you talking what are you talking about me no 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 not so, at all because you've no. never lashed out at anyone when you were feeling specifically depressed what? <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no it was it was kind of sad to see and like you know they did a good job they interviewed a lot of his close friends and family like they uh, they interviewed like octavia bourdain mm-hmm. And and you know his his brother and and that, a whole lot of other people and they they all basically were like yeah this is how he was we loved him um, the last year of his life was really hard here's what happened and like I wish that I had realized or like I wish that I had you know done this or done that Octavia was really sad because she was like you know he went into therapy and I thought that because he was in therapy I could like back off and not worry about him as much but obviously that was not <laughs> yeah that was not the case but I also feel bad because like but it wasn't on her to do that you know. No, it wasn't. But she, she also. I mean, she's married to him. She has a, she had a kid with him. Yeah. So yeah. obviously. Well, they weren't married at that point. They, they, they weren't. Were, well, no, no, no. No, but he, they, he still had it. They had a child together. Yeah. And uh, she was the one who got him obsessed with jujitsu. Yep. Yep. She so got him and it. like so and I just I remember like when when he, the the day it happened she was like fucking dis- she was destroyed. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure so. she was. Yeah. Because they they were still friends. Like they did not have like a contentious, you know divorce really like they no. they were still friends it just obviously wasn't gonna work because he traveled like the majority of the year yeah you know it's, you, it's hard to maintain a relationship with somebody who's gone 75 percent of the time yeah um but uh anyway yeah there was a and there was a little bit of the documentary that was talking about jujitsu and how he was <laughs> when he got super into it like any good white belt uh he just like talked about it nonstop to everybody and wouldn't let it go and like <laughs> That one of his friends was like, yeah, on like the third hour of him talking to you about jujitsu, you just have to be like, please stop. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, relatable. <laughs> um, so we watched that. And the other thing I want to talk about is yesterday I watched um, the docuseries, the kind of mini series, Ted Bundy Falling for a Killer, mm-hmm. which is on Prime. And I had put, I hadn't watched it because, like, last, the past year and a half or two years, I feel like there's been, like, eight or nine Ted Bundy things that have come out. Yeah, he seems to be having a resurgence, right? Yeah, which is, like, kind of disappointing sometimes because, you know, you want to know about these people, but you also, like, they start to glorify them after a while, right? And some of them, some of them do it more than others. So I was just really reluctant to, like, dive into yet another Ted Bundy thing where they talk about how handsome he was and how he, like, was so good at tricking people into stuff and how he was intelligent. Um, But I actually, I actually really liked it because it is from the uh, perspective of the women that he, like, came into contact with more than it's about him. Right. So like yeah. the main the main interview are his um, the main interviews are his like long term girlfriend and her daughter who he was dating. He dated for like five years, like during his killing spree um, or during his killing time. And she was like just talking about like, yeah, I thought like, you know, I thought I knew this person and talking about like what it was like to date him. And then like as she started to get more and more suspicious of him, like how that kind of worked and and how she, like, talked to the police multiple times before they finally, like, took her seriously, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. And the whole time she was just like, I don't know what if I'm wrong. I'm ruining his life if I'm wrong. 
No, it's not crazy. They yeah. didn't know who he was for what. No, I mean, no. like, just imagine someone, imagine the you being a police officer and someone calls you and is like, hey, I think my boyfriend might be a serial killer. Yeah. It's like, sure. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, like, okay, honey, whatever. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is how they treated her. It really is how they treated her. But, yeah. like, turns out she was 100% correct. And <laughs> Yeah, I know. But just how many times do you get, would you get that call? I'm sure. I'm sure they right? got it a lot. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about that. And they interviewed almost exclusively women. The only, the only people that they interviewed that weren't women were, like, one or two of the cops and um his brother actually ted bundy's brother oh very interesting it was it was interesting he is you know not doing great as you'd imagine um i think that it ruins your life when your brother is like a the most the, famous serial yeah, killer. Yeah, one, exactly. of, one of the most famous like, serial killers in the united states what, i would say he's like top five easily top five probably yeah. top three yeah um but yeah it was it was it was interesting i actually liked it i think it's only four parts maybe mm-hmm. five um yeah, that, that is what I watched. So, Birdo, awesome. what what did you watch for Birdo on the Bed? All right, so uh, uh, I watched I watched with my chick mm-hmm. Caroline. We uh, she was like, I want to watch a fun movie. Oh, happy belated no- birthday to Caroline! Oh, thank you. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know why you're telling me. You should have told her. But, I'm, you know. I am telling her. I'm telling her out loud right now. I assume she listens to every episode. <laughs> ooh, 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 probably. This will be her no, test. She does. She does. <laughs> Just kidding. Go ahead. Um. So we want, she wanted to watch a fun movie and I was like, okay, cool. Cause normally we would just watch horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and we watched uh, 500 days of summer. Cause I told her it's a good rom-com and dragon. This movie holds up. It's very good. Does it hold up? I remember it's, loving it. I remember crying in it. It's very good. It's very good. And then I was explaining one thing to my chick. Mm-hmm. Cause uh, like I found out she had never seen, um, what's the fucking movie that they watched in that the graduate. Mm. And I was explaining how, like, that that's a big thing in the movie Yeah, that they, they touch on, but they don't really explain, is that, like, if you watch the movie, like, they, it's basically like they're in a relationship, but not really. Yeah. And then, it, but they keep, they, they say it, like, a couple times, which is that, oh, the, the main character, uh, what's his name, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, mm-hmm. he misinterpreted the, the graduate. <laughs> and then rewatching the movie, I was like, oh, she dumps them after they watch The Graduate. Mm-hmm. And it's because she literally was like, oh, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> yeah. And, and like he misinterprets, since he misinterprets The Graduate as like a happy movie. Yeah. He or Betty had a happy ending. He's yeah. like, oh, everything's going to wind up great. Don't you worry. <laughs> Don't you worry. But uh, yeah, so I was trying to explain to my chick like, no, the, the whole point of the movie is that Joseph Gordon-Levitt is a is the piece is a piece of shit yeah that is a piece of shit but he just doesn't understand right he he's the he's, he's the one in the adult. wrong in this he, in this he's situation not in, yeah he's not an adult yeah and she is an adult she from day one is saying this is what we are this yeah. is what we are and of course there are a couple times where she like does make the mistake of going too far but she from day one she's like no we are not dating we are not in a relationship that's mm-hmm. how it is mm-hmm. um and, you know, basically that's the movie and him being angry at her for it. Right. But in his mind, he's like, no, we're going to wind up together. It's just going to happen. <laughs> right, right. But, uh, yeah, no, I, it's very, still very, very good. We should we should watch The Graduate for this podcast. Ooh, I would I, love that. Do you know I, how much I, I love that movie? Yeah, I haven't seen it in a long time. And I remember when I saw it, I was like, this is amazing. This movie is mm-hmm. so fucking good. The ending is just, it's everything. It's perfect. It's yeah. fucking hilarious. The, the, that movie is so fucking funny. And, again, it's fucking, like, I did not think I would laugh so hard at a movie from the late 60s. Right? From 1967? Yeah. 
<laughs> like I, I, in my head, I'm like, well, the jokes are going to be dated. I'm sure I'm going to love the movie, but the jokes are going to be dated. And yeah. then when I watched it and I was like, oh my God, no, this is perfect. Yeah, I think we should. I think we'll, we'll put that on a back burner and pull it up for a, a future episode. Uh, for You mean a day, uh, 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 <laughs> a week that we forget? <laughs> yeah, 100%. One of us. I just looked it up. It's, it's streaming. It's streaming on HBO. So we can do awesome. it. Yeah, we should okay. do it soon, though, because who knows when it'll come off. Yeah. All right. That sounds good. Dougie. Yeah. All right. The second thing I watched is uh, Freaky. Mm-hmm. So that is a 2020 horror comedy. Mm-hmm. It came. I know that you talked about it. It I came did. out. Uh, yeah, it came out just as the fucking pandemic started. Uh, for it's starring Vince Vaughn, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure who the chick was in it. Oh, I but don't, anyway, I'd have to look it up. I don't remember. It's a anymore. body. It, yeah, it's a body swap comedy mixed with a slasher. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Which was very so much fun. I I think Vince Vaughn plays the best 16-year-old girl I've ever seen in my life. Right? Like, so so good. <laughs> it looked like he was having a fucking ball. Catherine, so Catherine Newton is the girl, yeah. I think. She's pretty good in it, too. Yeah, In fact, I everyone agree. was, good. Everyone I th- was I good. I think so, too. I think it's actually a really fun movie. It's, like, a it, very fun, funny slasher. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I think my chick was like, I, I feel like had I seen it in the movie, I wouldn't have loved it. But she she still was like, it's okay. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't I don't know what to tell you. It's fucking great. There's just ridiculousness in it. There's so much ridiculous in it. Yeah, I mean, which is what makes it fun. I think that it's I think that it's a horror comedy that's done really well. But I think some people just are not a fan of a horror comedy. Yeah, I I can get that. Yeah. But you know, it was, I thought it was very good. It was very it was mu- very much fun, Dragon. Uh, and then also for the third thing mm-hmm. I will talk about, uh, I watched the, on Netflix a show called How to Be a Tyrant. Mm-hmm. So this is a docuseries. It was so much fun because it's six episodes, mm-hmm. and each episode is about a different historical dictator. Ooh, and when okay. say historical, I mean like in the 1900s. Okay. So. Um, so recent history. Yeah, recent history. Okay. So and, and it and what it basically does is it goes into like this is how you are. It, this is how you become a dictator. Mm-hmm. And it goes through it. It's it goes through different dictators explaining like. This is how you become a dictator and then saying like, well, Hitler did this one. So each episode centralizes on one character, okay. on one one dictator. Yeah. And it was uh, Hitler, uh, Saddam Hussein, mm-hmm. uh, your boy Idi Amin. Okay. Well, I don't know why that's my boy, but okay. <clears throat> Joseph Stalin, uh-huh. Muammar Gaddafi, and uh, Kim Il-sung, which is oh, okay. uh, North Korea. Yep, yep. And basically just going through different concepts of, like, how to become a dictator, like, how to get power, how to crush your rivals, how right. to, like, how to keep your people in control, right. you know, creating creating truth, which is my favorite one. Um, creating truth, yeah. That, yeah. That make, you mean gaslighting an entire nation? Yes. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I, I've actually, I saw, one of, our, one of our friends actually watched this, I think. I remember him it, posting about it. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, BDW? Yes, BDW. Um, uh, <laughs> and I, I thought it looked interesting. So you think I should give it a try? I think you would like it. Because yeah. here's, here's my selling point, because for some reason for you, this is very important. Mm-hmm. They're between 25 and 30 minutes each episode. Fucking sold. Totally in. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, difference, the difference between a 25-minute episode or a 22-minute episode and like a 45 to 48-minute episode is a lot it's a lot <laughs> by the way this i just looked it up this is actually based on a fucking uh, a book great it's called the dictator's handbook great 100 percent. i'm in I, i'll watch it i still want to read this book now you sold me you sold me on the show 
It's the Cliff Notes version of that book. Got it. I'm in. (laughs) All right. But yeah, I I really enjoyed it. It was lots of fun. It's fun. It's it's a fun way of going through like the history of these dictators. Right. And it's on Netflix, you said. It's on Netflix. So great. Very good. All right. Dragon. Yes. We made it to the finale. Okay. So for this week, I got to pick. Mm-hmm. By the way, there is construction going on in the background, so don't, right. uh, just in case. Yeah. Um, for this week, I got to pick. I picked uh, Lady Vengeance. Mm-hmm. It came out in 2005. It's a cool one hour, 56 minutes, Dragon, and it's currently streaming on the Hulus. Mm-hmm. This is uh, directed by Park Chan-wook, who in the past I've said is my favorite director. Mm-hmm. And it's starring a bunch of names that I will mispronounce, <laughs> yeah. but... It's basically, it's starring Old Boy, and it's also starring, uh, well, I guess, I'm not going to say starring. He's in a couple of scenes. The the father from Parasite. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Dragon? Yes. yes. Why don't you go ahead and give us a Dragon at the Movies synopsis. <laughs> okay. Okay, so Lady Vengeance, also known as Sympathy for Lady Vengeance, um, is a movie about a woman who is forced to confess to a, a murder that she did not commit. And goes to jail and then gets revenge on the uh, on the person that forced her to confess. Basically. That's like the general plot. Um, yeah, I mean, god damn it. Yeah. God damn, Dragon, you, you nailed it on that. That's Thank like you. the that's the elevator pitch, by the way. It is I the ele- it's the elevator pitch, it's the it's the plot, it's everything. I mean, it really is like there are a whole bunch of other shit that happens, but <laughs> That is the main uh, through line. It it's really helpful when the um, main character has like a single like vision that she needs to carry out. Oh, that helps so much. Yeah, and she does some side quests, but they're all in they're all uh, to support her main goal, mm-hmm. which, which I appreciate. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so I will say when I when I started watching this movie uh, yesterday morning or. No, not yesterday morning. Saturday morning, I immediately got a um, ocular migraine and then like a natural migraine. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the first like half an hour of me watching this, I was not in the best of. Uh, it was not under the best circumstances. I had so to like saying, turn it off and watch and finish it the next day. So what you're saying is the reason why you didn't do a dragon, uh, a dragon, a normal dragon at the movies synopsis <laughs> is because you couldn't pay attention for the first act. Yeah, I think that might actually be 100 percent correct because <laughs> I didn't talk otherwise, about tofu and yeah, <laughs> and otherwise you would have spent an hour talking about tofu and about the prison. Yeah, and like yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it literally. You know what? Maybe I should stop paying attention to the first act of movies, and I would do a much better dragon <laughs> at the movies for everything. Um, this is also one of those movies that because it's um, because it's subtitled, I had a hard time taking notes because you have to like pay attention to the subtitles. And if I look yeah. away to take notes, it's much harder to do that. Um, so my notes are not as uh, thorough as they would normally be. That's fine. That's yeah. not a big deal. As yeah. long as it's in your brain. Right, Dragon? <laughs> sure. <laughs> let's go ahead and make sure that it's in my brain. All right. Let's, let's, let's dive into this. All right. Dragon? Yeah. Let's start with our titular character. I mm-hmm. believe her name is a Lady Vengeance. I don't. I her name is actually uh, Gunja. I believe Gamja. I but I did a I I'm, did a um, Korean translator and listened to it like fifteen times this morning. Oh, and, really and nice. I still Smart. couldn't. I still couldn't really get it. I'm just gonna call her Lady Vengeance because okay. uh, I'm not gonna remember. I'm like I'm just terrible. Look, I'm terrible at pronouncing English names. Yeah. Or any name in particular. I'm terrible at just pronouncing things. Yeah. So to tell me to do it in a completely different language, it's not. It's just not gonna happen. Yeah, it's very difficult. It's very it's... difficult to do. All right. Dragon. Yes. Now, 
let's start with this. Now, it's told a little bit out of order, mm-hmm. although the narrative is very uh, straight-lined. It is told a bit out of order because yeah. you, you start off the movie watching, seeing a woman come out of jail yeah, and being told... I mean, the first narrator of the story is the her her boyfriend. I'm gonna say air quotes boyfriend. Yeah. When she gets out of jail, <laughs> who who basically sees like, oh my god, this woman who looked like an angel, she killed a child, uh-huh. and like she she was in jail for 13 and a half years, mm-hmm. and then when, like he he helped her find uh, her angel, and became a good good guy, and then became a good person, and now she's out of jail. And he's like, here, eat the white tofu to show that uh, that you're never going to sin again. Yeah. And then she <laughs> flips that plate. <laughs> yeah. It's a good, like, three minutes of seeing her do all these angelic things in jail, like mm-hmm. being a good person, doing speeches, all this shit. And mm-hmm. then she immediately just flips the plate and just says to fucking just goes fuck off. And then she <laughs> walks right into, like, the city. Yeah. Very badass of her. <laughs> yes, I love that. Yeah. I love the fact that she was just like, oh, God. Like, she basically worked this guy just to get, like, sympathy so she could get out of jail. Mm-hmm. Well, because she does – so you, you find that, like, she was convicted of murdering – of kidnapping and murdering a five-year-old boy. Yeah. Um, and, which she confessed to. And I was, like, thinking about it, and I was like, she only got 13 years for that? <laughs> um, it's a different country. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Like, goddamn, I mean, it is, like, clear she got out for good behavior, right? Like, she was yes. an angel in there and everything, and, like, got out for good behavior, but still, oh, my God. <laughs> um, I, ju- I just remember, so the most prolific serial killer in 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 recorded history, I guess uh-huh. you could say, uh, is some guy from Colombia. Uh-huh. He killed, like, 300 people. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, fine, he killed, like, 300 teenage boys. Yeah. Um, he got, like, 20-something years, because that's, like, the maximum he could have gotten. Colombia and doesn't have the um the death they don't penalty. Have the, no, they do not, and they also like have a uh, uh like they basically are like at the end of the, like this amount of time you have mm-hmm. to be released out of jail, mm-hmm. and they basically were like we're gonna go ahead and ignore that. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> sometimes you have to make exceptions to the rule. <laughs> yeah, so they made an exception. It's like oh, the most prolific serial killer in history. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and just like leave you in jail just because we can't trust you. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and have to keep you in here, buddy, because we know but, if you get out. But yeah, he, the the killer has basically been like, yeah, I I understand why they're doing this, and he's also like made the joke that when he gets out of jail, he's gonna run for politics. Yeah, that checks out. So he's got know, name recognition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, but yeah, some countries have uh, like a maximum on yeah. how much how long they send you to jail. I think a lot of countries it's like twenty years. Um, I don't know enough, but I'm gonna say yes because that's. Gonna I feel like make that's like very scan. I think that's very like a Scandinavian thing. Like I'm gonna their, say yes. their max is twenty years. Again, I'm gonna say yes because it's gonna make you sound very smart. Thank you, I appreciate that. And nobody look it up. <laughs> no, no one look it up because we're not going to. We're just gonna pretend. Yeah. That this is the correct way anyway. All right, Megan. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So, right. w- so one of my one of my favorite things about about this movie is like watching her. Watching her kill people in prison. Oh yeah, yeah. So her time in prison. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to talk about this movie because it's told out of order. And yeah, then it, it really jumps like, around. As they put, as you're told the story, the story goes along because the first, like, if you just watch the first 15 minutes, you would think that she's one type of person. Yeah. Now and then, as you watch the next 30 minutes, that, yeah. then in that 30 minutes, you think she's a different. You you slowly learn her. Um, her, what her plan is yeah and, and not all at once yeah 
but um yeah so she she kills i mean quote unquote kills people she killed how many people one or two no she killed like one uh i think it's uh is it just she, one so so one character is this woman who's in jail is a woman who uh killed found out her husband was cheating on her yep she killed her husband and her miss and the mistress and ate them yes and great character <laughs> yes so now she's like the i guess i don't know what you call her the the the, the 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 dangerous person in jail yeah i don't know the, the person who runs the jail yeah and basically gets a prison bitch yeah exactly she's the one that gets the gets a woman that like forces her to like eat her out did, did you see why that woman was in jail by the way the one who's who the prison bitch i don't i don't remember why she they, was they list why yeah she they, they list for, why everybody was in jail so she was in jail for adultery Adultery, really? She got one year in jail for adultery. And then I Googled it. I was like, wait, what? So yeah. then I Googled it. And it was like, oh. And then I saw an article in 2015 that said, great news. Adultery is no longer illegal in South Korea. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, you could get one to two years for adultery. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, did, I, I missed that somehow. I didn't I didn't see that one. It, it was alarming. And then when I Googled it, it was even more alarming. <laughs> You're like, oh, shit. 2015. But, um, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so so uh, so basically, in jail, she just does a series of good acts. Yeah. And every time she does a good act, she's rewarded by it. She basically mm-hmm. is like Don Corleone <laughs> being like, oh, I'll do you a favor, but now you owe me a favor. Right, exactly. So she goes through jail accumulating all these favors from people. Mm-hmm. So she kills the uh, she she kills the the prison bully, mm-hmm. and frees the the you know the prison bitch. And because of that, she she makes her part of her uh, plan. Yes, she she takes care of a old woman who who's going senile and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she used to be a she used to be a, a, a spy from North Korea. Yep. And in exchange, she gives her uh, like the the outline for how to make a gun. <laughs> yeah. Which that was also fun. To which again, my chick was like, "Wait, it's it's not easy to get a gun." And I'm like, "No, and they're they're pretty much banned in North Korea." Yeah, uh, it's South, very Korea. And, uh, it's and, South and Korea. It, it turns out in some countries that is the case. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, right? Yeah, right. Weird. Um, but yeah, it was like so she goes through prison just getting these favors, and you're still not told why. Mm-hmm. It, it takes a while for them to like truly reveal why. All yeah. you know is that yeah. she was she went to jail for killing a kid. And then at one point they show her confessing to it, but the 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 detective doesn't believe her. Right. And then eventually they show the next scene and they show the the detective helping her on how to do it, mm-hmm. on how to, on how to confess. Mm-hmm. Which again is like what the f-? like you're still confused as to what the fuck is going on. Yeah. But so it's it, I th- I thought that was a very great way of saying telling a linear story but still being complex about it which is you you tell the linear story you're but you're slowly revealing her intentions as you go along exactly uh dragon what other prison people from the prison did you enjoy um i think well i think the the like heavy the prison heavy was my favorite Oh yeah, she she basically like you. There's a scene where the prison heavy mm-hmm. like, is that what we're calling her? Yeah, let's call her that. It's easier. Okay, the, the prison heavy has the prison bitch and is forcing her to eat her out mm-hmm. in in the bathroom. And then all you see in the background is the main character walk in, do something like bend over and do something into the ground, yep. and then walk out. 
And then the prison heavy gets up, walks there, trips, and lands on her head. <laughs> and then you see the main character come back in, uh, Lady Vengeance come back in with a piece of soap and that, like waves the girl. Yeah, I think that was actually my favorite part about the <laughs> about the uh, that whole like relationship. The prison thing. Yeah, the prison thing. <laughs> And, yeah, and then like later on, it's revealed that she she was taking care of people at the uh, in the infirmary, and mm-hmm. she took care of her. So for three years, she slowly fled, uh, fed her bleach until she finally died. <laughs> yes, this dragon. If nothing else, this is a patient woman. <laughs> she is a she is very good at carrying out plans. It actually reminded me of um, in Shawshank Redemption how it took him like fifteen years to get through the wall with his little rock hammer. Oh yeah, uh, it, it reminded me of that. Like on a on a long enough timeline, you have an, you can do things like that. <laughs> Especially in prison, where you have nothing else to do. <laughs> Literally, nothing else to do but plan. Um, yeah, I really like that. I liked too when like she got out of prison and she went back and like visited these people. Mm-hmm. and called yeah. in favors and you're like oh she's that's how she set this up to begin with like she did all of those things for to serve this one purpose it wasn't yes. because like she, out of the kindness of her heart you know like she, or, or for just survival she literally right. went to jail and was like i'm going to plan i think she said the moment she got in jail she began her plan yep. to how to get the guy back yep exactly uh but yeah so then it's later on revealed that the pretty much the reason why she went to jail is because she got pregnant in high school mm-hmm. and called the teacher and was like, hey, can you uh, help me get an abortion? Mm-hmm. And the teacher was like, can't you ask your parents? And she's like, no, they'll kill me. Yeah. I was like, well, can't can't you ask the boyfriend to take mm-hmm. care of it? And she's like, no, no, he's just a kid. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And he's like, okay. And pretty much what it's revealed is that he was expecting sex in exchange. Right. And when she didn't do that, he was like, okay, you're going to help me kidnap a kid. I'm going to ask for money. Mm-hmm. And then we'll give the kid back. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, he, he kid, they, when they kidnap the kid, he kills the kid after he gets the money. Mm-hmm. And she, then he tell, then he takes her baby and says, you have to uh, confess to this or I'll kill your baby. Mm-hmm. And that's why she's in jail. Yes. Very, 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 uh, very elaborate. Although I think someone would be like, where's your baby right now? Right. <laughs> That's the only part that got me where I was like, so, someone would be like, hey, do, where is your baby? Yeah, you would think so, right? But yeah. also, I feel like you might be able to explain it away. Like she had the baby kind of under uh, secret circumstances, you know, like it's not like people were paying yes. super close attention to her. But the parents must be like, wow, you got really fat. Well, didn't she go? Like, didn't she oh, go to live with the teacher? I'm sorry. Didn't she go to live with the teacher? Is that? Oh, is that what happened? Because that was my what, understanding. Because when she was talking to him, she was like, yeah, "I, I right. can't go to my dad's because things are worse there than at my mom's, and things are bad at my mom's." Yeah, so my you, I, my reading of that was she went to live with this teacher, yeah, and he like and, forced oh, okay. her to do all these things. My my reading of it was she was going to ask asking him for help with the abortion, not mm. to go live with him. Mm. But no, that actually would make sense that the mom would kick her out for getting pregnant. Yeah, exactly. That was my, I mean, that was my reading. But again, I, I think around here was where I, I had that headache and turned it off. So oh, okay. <laughs> I would not, I would not be surprised if I were actually wrong about that as well. Um, okay, let's, let, let, let's keep going with this. Um, yeah. th- then you, fi- you find out that she goes to the uh, adoption place, right? She goes to the adoption place, and, uh, yeah, so she goes to the adoption place to find out what happened to her kid, and mm-hmm. it turns out that the kid went to Australia. Yeah. And was adopted there, and then so she goes to visit the kid in Australia, to which the family was happy to, like, have her there, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. kind of happy, but then yeah. they got drunk and got very happy. <laughs> um, and uh, so they, they basically in Australia, she sees the kid who's been in a very weird like. So one thing I'm going to say is that this this director is very weird. Yeah, he loves his weirdness. Yeah. And one way he was doing it was in that scene where he shows the daughter for the first time. Mm-hmm. He pretty much just like had her laying in an f- empty field looking up at the sky. And in the sky, the clouds just said, I, uh, was it? Um, I do not love my mom. Or I do not have a mom. And then oh, it says, I, I have, a mom, have a mom or something and like that. And then when the mom suddenly shows up in a taxi, the knot like disappears from the clouds. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of showing you like, oh, she, this is not something that. She, this is something that's always on her mind. She is yeah. angry about this shit. Yeah. And so the mom shows up, and then basically the kid is like, I want to go to visit. I want to go spend time with my mom. Yeah. So I want to go visit. Yeah. And then pretty much she, she like, for, so she gets to go. But mm-hmm. but in a scene where she, like, holds up a knife to her throat. Yeah, right, where she's clearly, like, threatening to kill herself is the, the way to make her adoptive parents allow her to go. Yeah. But one thing I love is that the, the 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 this director he does not give a fuck about if you are following the story or not. No, no, he does not. He is basically like I am making a movie for adults who pay attention. Yeah, and that is it. Oh, like, I definitely I got lost a couple of times for sure. Right? Yeah, I was like, wait, what? What is happening right now? You have to pay attention, and he's he's just like, I don't give a fuck if you're not paying attention. Mm-hmm. All right, you're going to pay attention because mm-hmm. if you don't pay attention, you're going to get lost, and it's very easy to get lost in in any of his movies. All of his movies are like this, by the way. Yeah. So I I really appreciate that that he's not like fucking saying things out loud and like not like he's he's basically showing you tiny scenes that explain the story and then saying you have to figure out you right. have to follow it. Well, it's got it's got this kind of surrealist bent to it too, right? Like the the writing in the sky, but also like there's a lot of it where you're just like, oh, that was shot in a way that's like kind of weird. Yeah, he he loves playing tricks with the with the camera. It feels a, it, it feels a little bit like Terry Gilliam, like a Terry Gilliam. Yeah, movie sometimes. that's an excellent way. That's yeah. an excellent way of saying it. Where you're just like, it's, some things are a little bit off and odd, but they're still, like, in the real world, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, so she gets all the stuff, and then, like, one of the things that she does is the, the quote-unquote, prison bitch. She convinced the prison bitch to um, marry, get married to the, to, to, to old boy, who, who, by the way, it turns out old boy is the one who um, was the teacher who helped her do this. Mm-hmm. So she convinces uh, old boy. To, she to convinces the prison bitch to get married to old boy as a way yes. to keep an eye on him. Yeah. Now, this is the fucking funniest part is the that introduction, because they are basically just sitting down, eating dinner, mm-hmm. and then he's like, you know what? He just gets up, <laughs> puts her on the dinner table, and then just crushes their puss. Yeah. And I was it- like. This is the best. This is probably the most romantic I think I've ever seen. <laughs> romantic. Well, you get you get the thing there where you're like, oh, th- that's it's that kind of relationship. He's in charge, and it's like everything is to serve him in this yes. relationship. Like you know, she doesn't have a say in fucking anything, and she's yeah, just used exactly. to it. And she's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, and also she does now. not give a fuck. She does not care about anything about yeah. that. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it it is a, it is an interesting thing. And then they just go back to having dinner. Yeah. Yeah. And basically the plan, what she says is the plan is that he, she is going to poison his dinner. Mm-hmm. 
not poison, but like uh, put something in it to, to knock him out. Right, to put him to sleep. Um, and as this is happening, uh, fucking, uh, th- this is when you see Captain Savaho from the beginning. <laughs> fucking Captain Savaho, who couldn't ca- catch, catch, he couldn't catch the hint that like, hey, this chick is not, she doesn't like you. Yeah. This motherfucker then takes pictures of Captain Savaho with, uh, I'm sorry, Captain Savaho takes pictures of the two girls talking to each other. And then he brings them, brings them to old boy. And he's basically like, look at this. Your, your wife is talking to, to mm-hmm. this woman who just got out of jail is bad. I'm like this motherfucker. Right. Also, my favorite thing is that old boy is then like taking out money to give to him as a thank you. Yeah. And the guy's like, oh, thank you very much. I will make sure that this goes to the church and goes to God's hand. And then old boy just puts it back into his wallet. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, yeah, that was, that was a really good scene. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Captain uh, Savaho. Yeah, he's Captain Savaho. <laughs> he really he's, is. He's he watched TV and he's like, oh, that's a hoe for me to save. Mm-hmm. Um, so they then fucking uh, you want to call him Simp Boy? I don't know what you want to call him. Which is one? The Captain Sa- Captain? He's either Captain Savaho or Simp Boy. Captain Savaho works. Okay. Yeah, he's got that terrible haircut too. It's so oh, bad. God. It's Even so bad. Just like it's so embarrassing. It's we. It's got. It's like one of those like '90s uh, punk girl haircuts where the 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 bangs are super duper short. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean. So Captain Savaho is smart. Is smart enough to be. Not, I'm sorry. Captain Savaho basically sapoed out. Yeah. What's happening? He's a tattletale. And old boy is like, oh, I okay. I gotta hire someone. And this is when you see uh, the, the the father from Parasite. Mm-hmm. So. But he hires a father from Parasite and some other guy to go and kidnap uh, the uh, Lady Vengeance mm-hmm. and her daughter, basically. Well, yep. her daughter happened to be there. Right, right, right. And so kidnapping just on accident. He, fucking Parasite is so brutal. Yeah. He he is fucking brutal to her and she gets out and shoots him in the head, mm-hmm. which is fucking a great scene. It's so good. And then but the the guy who has her daughter, he just walks him down and just shoots the guy. Well, they don't even show him shoot her. Yeah. So they don't show, show her, shoot, her him. shoot him. Yeah. But he does. she does that in fucking such a great scene. That basically just shows that she does not give a fuck. No, not at all. She, she, I, I think she had resolved to herself, like, my, the, my only purpose in life is to get revenge now. So I don't care if I die. Yep. Like, I am going to get revenge. Yep, exactly. Which is great. Um, yeah, so pretty much then, uh, old boy is waiting for Lady Vengeance to, to come see, to, to pretty much be kidnapped to see him, right. but then he starts eating dinner and then passes out because <laughs> he got poisoned. Exactly, exactly. Not before beating the, uh, beating the crap out of his wife though, right? Uh, of course he did. I mean, I thought that was implied. That's implied. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think we had actually mentioned it. Yeah, and this is the first scene where we see, uh, well, not the first scene, but th- this after he, like, ties him up, and, so after Lady Vengeance and uh, Prison Bitch tie him up mm-hmm. and start talking about, like, okay, we're gonna, I'm going to transport him over here, this is when uh, you see that Lady Vengeance, her daughter, mm-hmm. wrote a letter to her to which she, like, had to take an English-Korean um, translator. Yeah, yeah. And basically found out that, like, oh, my daughter hates me. Which is fucking. Cool. I, I thought that was a good. I thought that was a good point to do it in. But honestly, I, I don't think that was necessary. I don't think it was necessary, but I think it was like, 
it it kind of gave Lady Vengeance like another thing to work on that yeah, wasn't it, just that wasn't just getting revenge. Because up until this point, it's all about yeah, just get. I'm gonna get revenge. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm. That's my entire. That's my entire purpose in life is to just get revenge. Yeah. Exactly. And now it's like, oh, that's right. I have a daughter that. It's almost like that's the moment where she goes from being a Terminator to suddenly like, oh, I'm a human being. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and there's something else outside of what my mission is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So pretty much she then takes her to a school, uh, a, what's it called? A, a school that has been An abandoned. Abandoned. School. Yep. And he's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to kill uh, old boy now. Mm-hmm. Do, do you like that? I keep calling him old boy. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. It's okay. <laughs> his na- well, his like, name in this is like Mr. Beck or something like that. It's like yeah, B-A-E-K I, that I don't know how to pronounce. Yeah. I, I, I tried to, I'd put it in the pronunciation thing and I was like, I don't, I, I still can't get this right. <laughs> we can call him the child murderer if you want. No, I like old boy. Okay, go ahead. Makes more, so much more sense. Okay. But, um, <laughs> So he, he basically, is, she's about to kill him, mm-hmm. and then at the last minute, she, like, finds his phone and then realizes, like, wait a minute, this motherfucker has the the marble that was missing from from my case. Yeah. And then she sees three other, like, things on the phone. Trophies, serial killer trophies. And she was like, holy fuck, this motherfucker killed people. Mm-hmm. He, he killed more people. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, the, the I'm sorry, I, I forgot to say this, the entire time, the detective who how it helped her confess to mm-hmm. the crime mm-hmm. is helping her to do all this. So he's yeah. in on it. He's yeah. basically like, I have to, I, I'm here to, to, to finish the job that I should have done before. Right. Um, so basically Lady Vengeance then finds the parents of the kids who were, who whose kids have been killed. Yep. Uh, shows him the videotapes that he made of of killing the kids, and then my favorite scene is the parents all sit there and have a debate as to what they're gonna do with him. Yeah, that uh, that was also my favorite scene in the movie. Uh, I love that. It was so it, good because it, it made them real real human beings. Because mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, a lot of people just a lot of people would sit there and be like, oh, these are monsters and animal, and like, oh, he should be killed and this and that. Mm-hmm. But they don't really realize, like, oh, you're you're a human. You don't you don't it, know what it's like to. It's kill. hard to kill someone. Yeah, and it's like like suddenly that that shit in your your head, it's gonna go into your head, right? And you see these people debating debating it. Yeah. Like, like we shouldn't do this. No, it's wrong. Oh, but like, but we can't, we can't hand them over to the cops because they're just gonna fuck it up. Mm-hmm. And like, he does, he deserves the worst because she showed him the the tapes, which right. by the way were very brutal. They really were. I was actually thinking about that. I was like, man, it, like little kid actors did have to do this. Yeah. And they do. They look upset, like, and they crying, were young, <laughs> crying, begging for their mothers, begging to live, and like, and like, see, like the the way the editing technique of having the parents watch the kids being murdered yeah. was was great because you got the full impact of it while also um feeling like holy fuck like like i i understand what happened yeah. without being told what happened without being explicitly shown yeah so you don't see a kid hung but everything led up to it and then right. you see the parents like collapse because right. like that's how a fucking parent would probably would react to it yeah yeah um but yeah, the, and yeah so that the scene parents, was long too it it's was like, very long it's it like was, 
at least five minutes of them debating. For, for a movie that goes fast. Yeah. Everything we said here, this is a long fucking story that mm-hmm. happens very fast. The mm-hmm. movie suddenly stops and, like, takes its time to explain, like, these parents are going to sit here and debate what the fuck they're going to do to this guy. Right. And a movie where everything is so, like, heightened and surreal, this is, like, the down-to-earth moment where where he's like, hey, remember all that, like, heightened stuff? This is not that. This is real life, exactly how you would react if you were in this situation. Kind of yeah. Thing. Yeah. And for a movie, the entire time, we're rooting for this girl to whatever, to do, mm-hmm. to do the vengeance. Suddenly, you're like, oh, these are, like, they introduce other people who aren't, who are angry, but aren't the angry in the same way. Right. Right. They They introduce other people to be, like the 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 juxtaposition it's like if you if you put like a regular s person in the olympics so you could see how (laughs) how actually good the other person is at things it's like kind of like that right it's like a it's a um it's a it's a good description of the as to why uh like why why she is different than other people why is this why is she an interesting person it's because she's different than other people exactly Whereas these people are kind of sitting there and debating, like, oh, I don't know, I don't think we should do this. Ultimately, it comes down to, all right, we're gonna we're gonna kill him, right? We're gonna kill him ourselves, and then it becomes, um, well, are we gonna all go in there and torture him first, or right. are we going to, are we just gonna kill him? Are we? And then it was basically decided, like, no, we're gonna go two at a time, mm-hmm. and pretty much torture him, mm-hmm. and then, and then at the end, kill him. And everyone right. got their number. And what I loved was how scared everyone was. Because, yeah. again, these are real people. And I loved, I loved too, the um, cop having to show them how to stab someone so they don't get hurt. Yeah. Because, of course, they wouldn't know how to do it. No, of course not. And, yeah. like, I also love the fact that when they left the room, mm-hmm. they all, like, collapsed and were crying. Yeah, they all looked shell-shocked. Because it is, it, this is a horrible thing that they did. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, of course, my favorite character was the grandmother, yeah. <laughs> who was like, because like these are all the parents of the kids who happened. And mm-hmm. then the grandmother was like, "Oh, my my daughter killed herself after this, mm-hmm. and uh, the the her husband left the country. This yeah. is how much it destroyed my family and my life." Yeah. She basically walks in no plastic because they all mm-hmm. wore plastic to not get blood on them she walks in with no plastic doesn't say anything and just puts this fucking scissor in the back of his neck yeah i also Which, i had assumed that those scissors were like her grandchild scissors or something yeah it, it's something was special about those scissors. Yeah. but i love that like everyone else was fucking struggling with this and she was just like no i don't know i'm i'm a fucking i'm a fucking g yeah. i'm an og dragon <laughs> she just went in stabbed them in the fucking neck and it was done killed them they bury the body and um and all the evidence yeah all the evidence and of course uh lady vengeance shoots the dead body because uh, you you forget that she didn't get her vengeance right i like that part yeah that she finally got the release that yeah. she needed yeah and then they all just have dinner at a restaurant <laughs> at her at sit. her at the at the bakery she works at yeah and they just sit there quietly talking like they, they don't they all talk. have very nice cake <laughs> And, they, and then one of them is like, oh, it's looking at it, it's snowing. And then, the, like, they all basically, like, because they're all shell-shocked. Yeah. They're all, they all are fucked up right now. Well, somebody walks in to kind of break the tension of the, of the moment. And that's yeah. when they all, they all turn into regular people again, right? And they all, yeah, and they're all like, I have to run away from what I do, did right now. Yeah. <laughs> and they all leave. And basically, uh, it's just Lady Vengeance then walking. And as she's walking, her daughter uh, walks to her, finds her, walks to her, and then, the mother is like, here's tofu. Here's a white tofu. Eat it. Mm-hmm. So you don't have any, so that you, you, you don't sin anymore. 
and then the daughter eats it, and looks up at the sky, and is like, oh, it's snowing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mom, why don't you eat the tofu? And then the, the mother, like, fucking just puts <laughs> the tofu in her face. I thought that was cake. I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. I uh, didn't, I didn't get that it was tofu. I had to, uh, I, lo- I looked it up later. <laughs> oh, and one, one last thing is, um, so she, the Lady Vengeance has visions every now and then mm-hmm. of the, the kid who, who she basically, she blames herself for the death because right. she did help kidnap the boy. Right. Um, she has visions of him. And at the very end, she sees him, but grown up. And she's like trying to say like, I, I got him. I, I, you know, I, I did it. And then basically the, 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 the actor mm-hmm. takes her, takes a gag and puts it in her mouth, gets up and walks away. Yeah. Which I thought was fucking great. I did too. I, I, I also really liked that. Mm-hmm. All right, Dragon. And that's the movie. Dragon. Yes. What did, did you like this movie, Dragon? I did like I this mean, movie. You know, it, it took me a little bit, though, to get into it. And part of that was the headache and the whole, like, issue in the beginning. But it also, like, took me a little bit to understand the cadence of the movie, I think. Like, what was the point of it, basically? Not, not even what. It was. It took me a little bit just to get used to where I was. Oh, like, to yeah. find my footing in the movie. Um, because at first I was like, okay... She's in jail. I'm not 100% sure what's happening. Like, she just got out of jail. And, it, like, and then we went back. And it, it just took me a little bit to realize where we were, why we were there, what was going on. So I think um, I think it was a kind of a hard uh, entry movie. But by, like, half an hour, 40 minutes in, I was, I was all in for it. Yeah, I, I agree. The editing was definitely, like, um, at, at first you're kind of confused. And it's like, jarring trying, a little bit, yeah. I'm trying to explain to my chick what's happening. Yeah. Because um, she's like, I'm just not sure what's going on right now. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like I, for- I forgot just how disjointed the beginning feels. Yeah, it, it does feel very disjointed. It, it's um, definitely a movie that I think is probably better after a couple watches. Uh, yeah, so watching it, this is the second time I've seen it. I saw it like, oof, Jesus, in like 2006. Yeah. So I, I saw it back then, but this is the second time I watched it. And I forgot just how disjarring the beginning was. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, the edit, I, first off, I love the way this guy, the, the director, holds the camera. Mm-hmm. I love his editing techniques. I love the fucking background that that is in every single scene. Every single scene has background that makes you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah. like just wallpaper. They'll just stand there and like the wallpaper in the background makes yeah. you uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, I got, I, I love the acting. The acting is fucking amazing. I, I do. I think the acting with. is, yeah, the the acting is very, very good. Um, actually, you know what I really liked that I, I didn't think about? I, I liked the beginning. Like, the, the, in, the literally, the credit scenes in the beginning. With, yeah. like, the, the weird, like, a uh, almost, like, tribalish tattoo kind of thing. Yeah. It, you yeah. know what it reminded me of? Hannibal. It reminded yeah, the, me of the, the show. show. Yeah. The, like, the kind of, it, it's, it's, like, borrows, I think, or Hannibal probably borrows from it, um, of like that kind of surrealist, uh, flowy but like hard intro that I, I really yeah. liked a lot. What I liked is that um, the movie pretty much tells you that that like, hey, this is about this is a vengeance story, mm-hmm. and the director is just like, no, nah, everyone thinks vengeance stories are fun. They're not fun. Like they're terrible things. Yeah. It, the ultimate, the ultimate ending of the movie is just telling you, like, vengeance is—it's not—it's not gonna take away anything. All, no. all it does is just dragon. I guess what I'm saying is, hate breeds more hate. Yes, I think I think that might be very true. <laughs> but you that is it, also what I got out of this. Um, and the same is true for his other his other movies. He he made three movies that he called the the Vengeance trilogy, mm-hmm. which was uh, Sympathy for Mister Mister vengeance. vengeance and Old Boy. Yeah. 
Old Boy, and then Sympathy for Lady Vengeance. And all three of them are basically someone getting vengeance, and ultimately, like, it, it ruins their life. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, had you just walked away... Yeah. Like, sure, it's you're angry, but had you just walked away, you would have been better for it. Although I will say, like, there there is something to be said about uh, uh, killing somebody who's killing kids and is clearly going to continue to do that. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In this case, she, the ultimate good was uh, that Choi Min-sink is killed. Uh-huh. Yep. But, all, but, like, again, she has to destroy not just herself to do right. it, right. but she has to destroy four other families who also were destroyed. Yes. Yeah. So everyone is destroyed. Everyone leaves that that that, that uh, bakery as a different person. Mm-hmm. You know, all of them destroyed basically. Mm-hmm. Now the only one was the grandmother who was like, "I don't give a fuck because my life was destroyed anyway." Yeah. Yeah. Fuck this guy. Yeah. And it was also interesting too to the like they they very explicitly say what the guy's motive is. Right? They say he finds children annoying and he wanted money. Yeah. Like and that because he wanted to buy a yacht. Except because he wanted to buy a yacht. And, like, to watch the parents be like, what? Are you fucking kidding? Like, that is why my kid was killed? Because this dude wanted a fucking yacht? What are you talking about? What like, I loved about that, Dragon, yeah. was, the, like, how many serial killers documentaries have, do we both watch? A lot. We've and both seen a lot. how common is it something stupid like that? Dude, it's just, like, the dumbest. Although a lot of them are just, like, I just, I don't know, I had a compulsion to do this thing, so yeah, I did it. Oh, like, I have no, yeah. like, there's no other reason. You but know. even the other ones, it's like, well, I wanted money. So, like, like especially the, the what's it called? The Black Widows, the, the mm. lady. Oh, yeah, the lady yeah, killers, yeah. The killer husbands. It's like, because like, I wanted money. This is so much easier. It's like, I'll it's get like, 50 grand. It works out really well. I kill my husband. I get 50 grand. And it's like, yeah, but you put so much work into that. You could right? put that same effort into something else and gotten more money. So often, so often. I actually, I think that, like, some people, though, like, Ted Bundy, for example, he just killed them because he, like, wanted to kill women. Like, there was yeah, no other, well, like, it was a, like, sexual thing, right? He, he, well, it got him off. Yeah. Was one thing. Also, yeah. he, he got off from the dead bodies. Yeah. So, that that, that happens very often, too. Like, all the shit. Like, it, it's so, the, the, the thought of, like, I'm going to kill someone for a good reason. It's yeah. never true. No. Never there's never. Happens. It turns out there's really never a good reason. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's say rarely ever a good reason, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes we'll get a good reason. Like I don't know, he's a fucking child killer, so I, I got four parents to go get together yeah. and kill him. But that's not real life. <laughs> that's not realistic. Yeah. Um. But yeah, dragon. Yeah. Um. Do you have other thoughts on this movie? I don't. I don't think so. I think that like those are those are really my main takeaways. I uh, it did it made me want to rewatch Hannibal the series, which I like just watched last year. <laughs> so yeah. I probably should. Sounds right. But I might I might just go ahead and do it again. Um, and and I, I think I think it was really good. I think that uh, if I watch this again in like a year, I'll get even more out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think so too. Yeah. I think I think that the more that I would watch it, because yeah. I would I would probably love it more because old boy is one of those movies that when you first watch it uh and old boy is one of my favorite movies period mm-hmm. uh when you first watch it it's like what the fuck is going on and then the more you watch it the more you 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 love it yeah it's very weird it's very uh i wouldn't say weird like that it's very like it's rewarding in that sense mm-hmm. um it's also i think that having a second watching would let you understand the storyline and then be able to pay attention to what 
is going on. Like the smaller things, right? And, yeah. yeah, exactly. Which is something that I, I was enjoying. Like I said, like I was fucking staring at the, the, the wallpaper. Yeah. Being like, wow, this wallpaper is really uncomfortable. Like, what the fuck is up with the wallpaper? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think that it would let you like pay attention to the smaller things that are probably like really important. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Um, um, but yeah, I, any anything else, Bruno, about it? Um, no, Dragon. Do you have any final thoughts on the movie? No, those are my final thoughts. Those are your final thoughts. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, um, okay, Dragon. Do you give this movie a smashly or do you give it a trashly? Uh, I give it a smashly. I, I definitely I think its barrier to entry is a little bit high, but I, I think it's worth it, and I, I think it's pretty good. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think I definitely think this is a movie that's for, and I'm going to say adults, but what I mean is, like, you have to, it's it's a movie that will reward you for paying attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because so many times in a movie, I watch a movie, and then they say something out loud, and I'm like, yeah, I, I got that. You don't have to say it. Yeah. So this is definitely a movie that does not say that. So there are times when you might have to, like, pause and then go back and be like, uh, what the fuck was, what the fuck did they say? What was the point of this? Yeah, yeah, for Maybe sure. Maybe read the Wikipedia and be like, oh, okay, yeah. okay, now I get that. I definitely missed some things. Like, I, there, I definitely, I went back and I did read the Wikipedia and I definitely missed a couple things in there. Um, but yeah, I, I think you're, I think you're absolutely right. Um, well, mm-hmm. all right, Dragon. Well, wait, ten, one what? through ten? Oh, sorry. Um, so... I, my final, I give this movie a 9 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I just think the only, the only thing that's stopping it from a 10 out of 10 is the beginning. That mm-hmm. I just think that it does have that, like exactly what you said, that barrier for entry. Where it's like, you're not sure what's going on. Yeah. If you have, there's some people who have that like 20 minute rule. Where if you watch a movie, and if it's not great in the first 20 minutes, then you're like, it's not going to be great. Yeah. And this is very good if you watch those fucking terrible uh, movies on like Amazon Prime or, or the Shutter or like Shutter. Yeah. Especially Shutter because Shutter's filled with like B grade uh, horror movies. Yeah. You you need a rule like that. I think this is a movie that after twenty the first twenty minutes you would probably be like I this is just too weird I'm gonna turn it off. Yeah, I think so too. But you would be it would be like a disservice to yourself. Yeah. To do that. I think yeah. I think it would be one of those things where someone would tell me that and I'd be like no 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 trust me go back watch the whole thing. So great. I also, I think on a rewatch too, you get a little more of the comedy. Yeah, it's very funny. This yeah. character is a very funny director. Yeah, which like I don't think you necessarily get the first time around. He's he's a he's very he's a dark he has yeah. a lot of dark yeah, humor. Yeah, there's a lot of dark very humor. very dark humor. Um. Okay. All right, Berto. Uh. Oh. Also. So. Yes. Um. This director, he's mm-hmm. written and directed uh, a bunch of movies that I've seen. All of them I've seen are fucking amazing. Yeah. All right, he did Thirst that we both said we loved. Yep. Uh, old Boy, again, is probably his most famous. This Lady Vengeance, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. Mm-hmm. Um, he did some movie called The Handmaiden, which is on Prime, mm-hmm. which I believe, if I'm not mistaken, when someone told you that we should watch it. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, and I was like, uh, don't worry, I got I got one, okay. which was this one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's a very good movie, too, Dragon. Yeah, I mean, and... maybe I'll check it out. He also did one called Joint Security Area, which if that ever Oh my god, you you're obsessed. <laughs> you've di- I, I you've talked about this so many it. times. I can't help it. I love that fucking movie so much. It's <laughs> such a beautiful movie. Okay? Uh-huh. And it is that thing where like you see it you you'll definitely see if we ever watch that, we'll see a movie. We'll see like, "Oh, okay, I see that he got good at this technique." Mhm. So some things are a little weird, but you see like the growth of of him as a director. Mhm. But yes, I, I, whatever, I, you know, pray to the altar of that movie, okay? <laughs> okay. 
I can't wait till we watch it. And it's like, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like okay, you. I don't get it. But <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> All right, Dragon. Yes. Let's talk about what we're going to do next week. Dragon. Okay, yes. It's your choice. It is me. It is my choice. Uh, and I apologize in advance. So I have... <laughs> I've, I've, I, I don't, I don't remember what triggered me to have this memory, but, um, when I, this movie came out when I was 12 and I remember watching the trailer for it on TV and it is, it is still to this day, the hardest I've ever laughed in my life (laughs) at this trailer. Like the funniest thing I have ever seen in my life was the trailer for this movie when I was 12. So I, I was thinking about a lot and I was, I've been thinking about horror movies and I was like, you know what? I would, I would really like to rewatch this movie because I have not seen it since I was a kid. And I remember it being hilarious and I would, I'm very, very curious to see how it holds up. So we are going to watch 2000s scary movie uh this comes in an hour and 28 minutes and it is on hbo uh so berto can i just say how yeah. excited i am because <laughs> dragon you know my my type of humor yeah and you know this is right up my alley yeah so uh the good the good thing is you know this is like a spoof one of the first spoof movies right like mm, a, or, this is one of the modern yeah one of the modern movies. spoof movies thank you um and <laughs> I it because it is from the year two thousand. I am sure it has a lot of jokes in it that are going to be like, oh shit, they sh- whoops, <laughs> oh no, it is going to be that. It is going to be that for what? a lot of it. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of jokes that I'm going to be laughing hysterically at, and then I'll be like, it was an, it was an okay, it was it was comical. I didn't uh, wildly inappropriate. I didn't, yeah. I, didn't well, I didn't laugh at something that was wildly inappropriate. Basically, yeah. I'm going to be lying the entire time. Yeah, in, yeah. in hopes that we don't get canceled. Yeah, it, it, we're, we're definitely towing a line here, but um, <laughs> we'll see. I'm just curious to see. Like, I know there are going to be jokes that I'm just like, ooh, that is not okay right now. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm curious to see if I laugh at any of it, or if any of it, like, if any of it is redeemable in the way that you can be like, show it now without being having like 800 trigger warnings in front of it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think mostly though, what's going to happen is there's going to be a lot of uh, co- pop culture references from this era. Yeah, that we're just. That, that I'm gonna remember because I have a stupid memory. But, yeah. But most someone who did not grow up at that time would not get. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like the ghost face saying, "Like what's up?" Like that yeah. thing. That that's I I remember that clearly. It's not gonna land today. No. <laughs> and I know it. We're gonna sit there and be like, "What? What was this?" It's like, "No, no, no. You don't understand. That yeah. was one of the greatest commercials ever." That was hilarious. You have to understand it was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Anyway, so that, that's what we're doing. So we'll see how I'm it goes. Excited. I'm yeah. excited for next week. What I'm going to go ahead and say is our final episode. <laughs> Before we're removed from iTunes. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. All right, Berto, that's it. All right, Dragon, why don't you go ahead and send us off? Oh, okay, bye. Okay, bye.